savings starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and Add Mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens. But you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Friday, October 12th, Gosnell is in theaters. Go see it. We'll talk with Alfonso Rachel, who is one of the stars of the film. Again, Friday, October 12th, go see Gosnell. Highways of America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome. Welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 24-7. Yep, you know what, I I guess I could probably just keep on saying for the next, it's probably going to be a, a little bit of a short episode, but yeah, because really the focus is on the upcoming movie, Gosnell, which will be out on, well, as of this recording, it'll be tomorrow, October 12th. Now, like I said before, and I'm going to keep saying it, to everyone that's listening to go out and check it out. Take some of your, you know, take some of your friends, especially your pro-abortion, pro-choice friends. You know, they need to see this. And, yeah, uh, we really need to get the word out. And I'm seeing from a couple of listings across the country in some places when I'm driving around, I see that it is listed. So that's that's great. So actually, um, we are in Missouri today and. So, yeah, so I'm just going to keep on harping on that, really, because I really don't have too much else to really talk about. I I mean, I have some things. Well, I mentioned in last episode that Kanye West was going to be meeting with the president. I thought that was going to be on Wednesday, but that was today on Thursday, October 11th. And um, that was a (laughs) uh, 
I mean, a lot of media was there. He was taking questions, and it was all just a, you know, it was it was funny. I saw some of it. I, I don't I don't even know how long it was. I just couldn't bring myself to listen to the whole thing. But, um, but one thing I've noticed is I saw a clip from CNN where they was basically mocking Kanye, you know, because for for a number of things they just calling him you know all sorts of names and uh which is typical for a lot of these um black leftists out here and which are there are many especially in media so and so they're all taking their pot shots about kanye and you also have a number of people out here wanting to talk about kanye west like his mental health i'm like oh can you can you see how he he looks mentally ill um, and it's so funny all of a sudden these people care about his mental health when i mean not much has changed about kanye over the years <laughs> kanye has always been a little eccentric and that's the word they they've been using <laughs> all this time is that he's you know he's a, he's a little eccentric he's a he's an artist i mean that's another another word that they tend to bring up he's just an artist you know he's he's a little different and now all of a sudden that he comes out in support of trump all of a sudden well he must be just mentally ill he he's really um he's just crazy now now all of a sudden <laughs> he went from being um uh, eccentric to just flat out you know crazy he just basically put a straight jacket on him now it's and i'm i'm pretty sure if he was out there criticizing trump and saying the exact same gibberish he may be that he's probably saying about whatever if if in the middle of him speaking a bunch of nonsense and in the middle of all that, he will say something like, uh, like Trump don't like black people, uh, you know, don't care for black people. Like he said about George Bush, if he was saying all that, what he's saying now and in the middle of that, he was just, just disparaging Trump and making saying, you know, Republicans are racist and all that. And all this talk about his mental health would be out the window. And if 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 someone like myself or any conservative or Republican would would have that same thought and say that, well, he looks like, you know, um, like he's mentally ill. All of a sudden we'll be the racist for making that <laughs> making that uh, that point all of a sudden. But uh, but they can make that point, you know, because basically what they're trying to say is that to. Be a black man and support Donald Trump. You must be mentally ill. That's basically how they're making it seem. And that is that is just asinine. And I mean, just it's 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 not frustrating to me. I can, can see how I could get frustrating because this I, this is not surprising. This is, you know, this is like every day, <laughs> basically, for me personally. I can understand if others maybe will get you know upset about it, but that's what they do, man. That's what they're gonna keep doing, and unfortunately, it works. A lot of you have a lot of people who are just uh, afraid to to step out and not even be Republican or conservative, just to step out and even to be to question. You know, these leftist policies in their community. But if they do, if they do that, they're going to get all this scorn from people. You know, they're they're supposedly closest friends. All of a sudden it's going to turn on them and they they rather not, you know, voice, you know, voice that opinion. And you know, if if it's not as 
if it's not a priority for for that person, then why bother? You know. Now I would say you should. You know, I would say go ahead because it's worth it. But if that person in their mind don't see it as important or don't see it as a priority to make um, to make it known that they're not not saying not they are conservative, not saying that they are Republicans, that they just don't agree with um, a lot of what Democrats are doing to even just say that they just rather just keep their mouth shut and just, you know, go on, you know, through life, which, you know, OK, I don't agree with that, but okay, if that's what you want, if that's how you feel, fine. What I would say is that, well, could you have at least when you get to the ballot box, make your make your voice known? I mean, nobody's in there. It's just you and the you know you and the ballot. So if you want to do it, then all right, you know, at least that much. I will say to anyone listening if they are feeling that way. So, but yeah, so. Yeah, that that all happened there, and um, yeah, and like I said, we're gonna talk with Alfonso Rachel. He is one of the stars of Gosnell, and we'll talk with him um in a little bit. But before that, let's hear a word from my friends at the found with the Founder Project. Hello, Trend Chat listeners. If you like the Founding Project's civics education video series, Civics for All Ages and our educational meme series. We think you will love our new website. Join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. back yeah i like that oh yeah all right hold on turn up a little bit more uh-huh uh, okay okay all right, all right. <laughs> i gotta get used to this old music thing next thing i know i play the whole <laughs> the whole song but um so yeah um the i was gonna well you know what i'm just gonna mention this right quick because i don't want to you know, I want to make sure I have all the time for the <laughs> interview with Alfonso Rachel. But I saw a article in USA Today about Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, apparently, people has been have been calling her out because her new movie ha- Halloween, which you know, this is like I don't know what is this like the eighth Halloween movie. But with this movie, they're basically making it. If I try to explain it. Yeah, I, I don't have enough time to explain it all. And plus, I don't even remember it all. But from the way they're, the way they're, I guess, showing this, showing this movie in particular, um, this is basically right after the very first Halloween that was made. So this movie takes place right after that. So it kind of disregards everything that's been made since then, which uh, I guess, uh, I guess a number of people probably say that's a good thing. So, <laughs> Um, but yeah, but in this movie that comes out later this year, uh, well, uh, later this month, actually, well, obviously, I guess it'd be around Halloween, but Jamie Lee Curtis, her character, um, 
has a um has guns and and is in the trailer she's you know using guns a lot and so people kind of are calling her out because you know being such a gun control advocate that she is <laughs> to be in a movie and basically promoting um you know guns and showing how guns can protect you it seems a bit hypocritical so anyway she came out and said Basically, I I would just say she just basically lied and, and said, well, I'm I fully support the Second Amendment. I mean, that was like one of her statements. But that now when she said I fully support the Second Amendment. In that like right behind that, like just for one, you know what the Second Amendment is, right? And so she says this. I fully support this. I fully support the Bill of Rights and fully support the Second Amendment and have absolutely no problem with people owning firearms. If uh, well, should just stop right there. If because after this part, after when I said if all of what she said before, prior about fully supporting the Second Amendment just goes away. So to continue on. If they are, if they have been trained, licensed, and background check have um, has been conducted, a pause button has been pushed to give time for that process to take place, and they have to renew their license just like we do with automobiles, which are weapons also. So you don't fully support the Second Amendment because all that dribble you just said right after that, which I can understand some people can actually you know support of that. And, you know, I can, I guess reasonable people can, can be for some of this at least. And, and, and even some of this to a very limited scope, but by saying that it, it becomes a very slippery slope <laughs> when you start going down, talking about licensing and all of that. But anyway, just to go back to what she said, she said she fully support the second amendment. It's obvious from the, her next sentence right after that. She doesn't. I mean, she, she don't. She don't fully support the Second Amendment. So anyway, yeah, that was uh, I, yeah, that was just something that kind of came across just recently when I was just um, I just saw that and I just saw it. That was it. At first, I saw the headline said I fully support the Second Amendment. And I was just I like oh, that's a lie. <laughs> first thing i thought to myself i'm like well first oh hold on let me read it maybe she might let me read it i don't want to <laughs> don't want to just um assume but yeah then when i read it like yeah yeah i was right that was a lie <laughs> so um anyway so we're gonna get what uh get to our interview with alfonso rachel and so yeah we talked about a number of things, not only about Gosnell, but also about what he's doing with his band and also his new, uh, his new book as well. So, and also one thing we talked about is and kind of like what I'm talking about with this whole thing with Jamie Lee Curtis and her saying she fully supports the second amendment. One thing we talked about in our interview was about defining terms. Cause okay. You say you fully support the second amendment. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis says that, Okay, well, what does the Second Amendment mean? <laughs> like, define what the Second Amendment means to you. Because obviously, from your statement right after saying that, you don't fully support the Second Amendment. 
So obviously you must have some another definition of what the Second Amendment is. And that's something we talked about in the in the interview as well, because it feels like we just we can't even have a conversation anymore because our terms are all, you know, just screwed up. Like what well, <laughs> the definition of racism is wildly different depending on who's <laughs> who's saying it. Uh, and yeah, w- whether it's uh, voter suppression or uh, whatever um, uh, police brutality or w- all these words that they have so many different meanings to different people. And I feel like before we even have a discussion about anything, first let's let's define our terms because so we can at least know where we're coming from. Even if I don't agree, at least I know. Okay, if you're talking about racism and you've added the power aspect to it to say that that's your definition of racism, then at least I understand. Even though I don't, I, you know, I don't agree with your, uh, you know, with your definition of racism. At least I understand where you're coming from. So I'm like, okay, well. I, okay, now I know why you're saying that because you have this false um, de- definition that racism is uh, more than just a, a state of mind. You've added that um, one must have power to be considered racist. Basically, as I said before, people that add the power aspect to the definition of racism are basically just trying to absolve minorities from being racist, from be- from having hatred towards other people because of the skin of their color. So, yeah, it just feel like that's that's basically what those people are trying to make make minorities feel better about their hatred by adding the power aspect to the definition. So anyway, yeah. So we talked about that. You'll hear about that in the uh, in the interview. So without further ado, here we go. This is Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat. And we are very pleased to have someone that I, w- I will say, especially in my beginning and as far as um, having an understanding and, and where I stand when it comes to politics. A couple of years ago, um, my next guest is, was very influential in that. And we'll talk about some of that and also a movie coming up and a book and a number of other things as well. And who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Alfonso, Rachel, and... So, how you doing? I'm hanging in there, man. How you doing? I'm doing quite well. So, as far as your introduction, there are a, a number of things I could say. So, one thing in particular that stands out, it says conservative evangelist. So, I'm pretty interested in that in particular. So, kind of tell us what that, you know, what does that mean? Oh, uh, man. Well, okay. So, um, under that, when you say evangelist, an evangelist is a messenger or somebody who advocates for something. So, I don't want to uh, limit myself because most people know my work as a commentator. You know, they see my videos back in the day, my brick wall rants or the rants that I did, like you know, back in my in my old kung fu studio that I would <laughs> do those, and then eventually on PJTV and stuff like that with donation. And uh, but the point is, is like to get the message out there. You know, uh, basically the uh, more more particularly the Christian conservative message. Uh, and using different avenues to do that, whether it be my commentaries or whether through music or whether through. Uh, uh, film or TV or teleplays and stuff like that, just different ways to get the message out there. So I use a conservative evangelist as kind of like a, a catch-all phrase for all the things that I'm attempting to do to get uh, works out there. I guess one part that really highlights that is the new book that you have now called Solid Right Cross. 
So yeah, yeah. So tell us about that. Uh, well, you know, I I'm more of a, a, a into making videos uh, than I am into writing books. Uh, but you know, the, the reason why I wrote the book was because there's been so much shadow banning. My videos can hardly get out there. I mean, they've they've really put the the the, the bite down on my videos like really really bad. So I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta try to you know do something to keep the you know try to keep the work out there. So I ended up making a book, and uh, and the book itself is basically my Christian conservative manifesto, and uh, it's it really you know takes on you know uh, being able to promote you know Christian conservatism in the culture, you know with with uh, a lot of conservatives they they their victory for them is official in in a political representation. Um, they want to be represented politically, and I'm like, yeah, that's all good and everything, but your political representation is only as solid as your cultural representation. It's like, where do you think these people get the power from? They get the power from us. So you got to be able to represent the culture. You got to be able to sell it. You know, we're the free market people, right? Well, it's the ones who are taking the, the most advantage of the free market are liberals. You know, <laughs> they yeah. take the most advantage to promote their ideas that are caustic to our republic, but they take full advantage of it, and we're not. So you know, this uh, you know, to be able to promote and to be able to sell our ideas and stuff like that. Uh, that's something that conservatives like really need to tap into, as opposed to saying that, hey, you know, we've got our victory, we've got a Republican in office. Like, okay, well, we're the we're governed by our consent, and a lot of people out there ain't consenting to conservative governance. So we kind of need to work on that in the culture. When you mentioned as far as um, you know, being banned, whether so, you talking about on YouTube or like Twitter and all, all that? All of it, man. Twenty, I mean, uh, Twitter, Google. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube's been doing it to me for years. They just, uh, you know, it's like people, uh, a lot of folks tell me it's like a new thing. It's like, man, I've been telling folks, I've been warning folks about this for years. Uh, like, say, for instance, like with Google, even Google uh, has me masked out. Like, if you type in any conservative commentator, um, you know how they put in cross references. Like, if you if you mm-hmm. search this person, you, uh, you'll always, or these other people are associated with them. My yep. name never comes up. Mm. Wow. I mean, I know, especially like from the videos that you've done in the past, right, and mm. then like seeing the ones that you're doing now, and mm. I mean, yeah, you, you can, I guess guess you can kind of see the difference, but I mean, but it's I, we hear this story a lot, you know, from a lot of people, and it, it really it it really is something that really needs to be addressed, and it's it's kind of difficult, honestly, because we're talking about like private, you know, companies, but at the same time, mm. you know, they're all it's basically kind of like a public square but in the sense it's not so it makes it real difficult as far as trying to um trying to navigate in you know how to fight this really i mean you know on principles at least because i mean it's easy for us to to say like oh well you know you need to do this and and not you know ban us but then on the flip side and realize that we're talking about private companies and then so it kind of i don't know at least for me that's how i feel i don't know how you feel about that I absolutely agree. You know, it's like because people be telling me, you know, why don't you file a lawsuit or something like that or join Prager, you know, and, and, you know, and sue them. And I'm like, if I had the time and if I had the money and, and the resources and all that sort of stuff, I wouldn't waste my time and money on trying to sue them. I'd be putting that money into investing into a, a viable competitor, um, one. And two, you know, it's just like you said, man, they are. It's, it's, their, it's their toy, man. They can use it however they want to. 
And uh, so I'm not the guy who says that, hey, you have to give me fair treatment and all that sort of stuff. It's like I have no contractual agreement with them. I didn't, I didn't pay them any money where they have to offer me this service. It's not a public utility. Um, so I'm not entitled to, to this, you know, this prime service that they're supposed to give me. What I'm calling out one is a hypocrisy. Yeah. It's hypocritical for one. Um, and it is discrimination. Um, you know, because if they're if, if, if they're going to silence uh, people, uh, but but it, it, is it discrimination? Like I said, I'm I'm keeping this to hypocrisy. It's not illegal for them to do what they're doing because, like I said, I have no contractual agreement with them. So if they want to go ahead and discriminate against who uses their platform, that's their business to do so. Yeah. Now, as far as the book, I mean, um, I what uh what are the details you have as far as because one thing. You know, in first when we mentioned about being, you know, a conservative evangelist and also in, in this particular book and also with what you're doing now with the videos you're doing, because you do something, I guess you said kind of like a Bible study called Bible tripping. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah. And so I was just, I was just one like wondering as far as the details with the videos and as far as the book, I mean, is there anything more as far as, you know, those connections? Well, you know, um, with the Bible tripping, you know, I read it. I, it's, it's a read through the Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse. It's not about, you know, so much, you know, giving sermons or anything like that of, like, what I'm feeling for the day. It's like let nobody accuse us of not reading the Word. You know, people out there, you know, people be calling themselves Christians and stuff like that and haven't even read the Bible. Some people are, <laughs> are fair in saying, in saying that. It's like, you Christians, you don't even read your Bible. And I'm like, well, let's not be those Christians. Let's read it. Let's get together. Let's fellowship and let's read. And, and the Word of God is mind-blowing, man. You put it together, and, and when the Lord starts speaking, it's like, wow, wow. You know, you, you really see the picture of Christ just just coming in 3D, man. And, um, and you know, with all the, you know, fake news that's going on out there, it's like, you know, people need a dose. It's like there's a lot of fake news out there. People need a dose of real news. People need a dose of good news. And uh, it's like this, if, if this one thing that ain't going to lie to you, it's going to be the Word of God. We may get the Word of God wrong. We may get it wrong, but the Word of God itself is pure and it's right. Yeah. So it's like let's read it. Let's read that good news. Let's let's read that true, pure, good news. So um, you know that's one of the reasons why I do that because man, we we really need it. Um, in the book, you know, is is basically you know uh, my my conservative manifesto, and it's built conservatism itself. It's built American conservatism. You know, people like you know they they twist up conservatism and they, the whole ideas of uh, conservatism and liberalism is all twisted up because people try to view it through the lens of what was conservatism in other countries and stuff like that. Say, for instance, uh, when people like think about Nazism, well, they say, well, they were conservative. It was like, well, it depends on what you're conservative with. Yeah, the Nazis were conservative with their doctrine. Their doctrine was a doctrine of oppression. If you're conservative with that doctrine, then you're going to get oppression. But American conservatism, well, our, our conservatism is built on the Judeo-Christian foundation. When you're conservative with that, you get liberty because that's what the Bible is, the truth that you know that sets you free. You know, so when you're conservative with this document of liberty, that's what you get. But if you're liberal with a document of liberty, you're going to miss what it says. You're going to try to interpret it differently. You're going to try to insert your own ideas or subtract. And when you're liberal with that document, you will get oppression and murder. So it's like the, our 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 um, perspectives of conservatism are totally different. Our our foundation is, is different here. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to explain in this book to erase to to set the record straight on these stigmas and these preconceived notions about conservative and liberal concerning America. Yeah, you know, I'm, 
I know for me, even if I get in these, I guess, discussions or, or basically arguments, a lot of times I don't even get into the weeds as far as talking to, or want to bring up stats about this and that because not mm-hmm. 10 out of 10, it don't even get that far because I, no, normally when I start a discussion, the first thing I want to ask the other person, let's get a definition of terms for one because mm-hmm. unfortunately terms mean anything these days. So if you want to bring up something, bring up any issue, I need to know what you mean by that first. Because yeah. nowadays, um, racism can mean basically it's someone, you know, someone didn't say hi to me today or something in somebody in someone's mind these days. And right. and so I, I first I want to ask that. And unfortunately now, even doing that gets nowhere because like, well, what you mean this? Um, uh, it doesn't mean this or it doesn't mean that. And I'm like. I just want to get the basic idea, the basis of what we're going to talk about first before we even start discussing. So, uh, so yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah, oh. definitely did it, right? I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like because uh, right now, I mean, we're, and we're in that age again. I mean, and this 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 stuff ain't new. This this new this communica- uh, communication, it's it's not anything new, man. But we're here again. And um, and it's ramping up to where anything can identify as anything else. If, if just like you said, it's like let's define our terms here. But you're right, we can't because people right now they're trying to redefine everything. Yeah. You know, it's like if a man wants to identify as a woman, if you can take a person who can assume that they can identify as something else, they can take words and assume that they mean something else. We're trying to redefine marriage. We're trying to find, redefine sex. We're trying to redefine. Uh, uh, the meaning of what somebody else says. I mean, man, we're doing this all day. And yes, it does make it very difficult to communicate. And, you know, just like I said about the Bible trip, you know, it's like, look, man, our ideas, just like us, man, dust in the wind. You know, that's why the word of God says, hey, my word, my word remains forever. Everything else will pass away. My word remains forever. So that's why I'm like, okay, well, let's get that forever word out there. This is the truth right here. We may get it wrong, but the word itself is right, and we just need to keep speaking it. Speak truth. Speak truth. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and, of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Commentary as subtle as a sledgehammer. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. So there's another thing in particular we definitely want to get into is the upcoming movie, God's Nail. Now, <laughs> now, well, first, I, well, first tell us, you know, who you play in the movie. Uh, I, my character is a Detective Stark, and I'm police partner to uh, uh, Detective Woods, portrayed by Dean Cain. So now, for people that don't know, you know about the you know the background of this movie matter you know matter of fact i'm gonna let you given that you're in the movie and let you tell everyone you know if they're not familiar as far as what you know what this is all about uh the movie is concerning uh uh gosnell who's uh an abortion facilitator and uh dean kane is basically like the police chief of a time travel uh syndicate and i'm a police that is dispatched back into the future 
uh, to find Gosnell and whoop his behind before he starts on his murderous campaign of abortion. Oh, wow. Now, I'm... I'm so, I'm so... <laughs> let me back up. Let me back up. <laughs> Gosnell is, is basically an a, a, a evil, wicked person that took the liberty of calling himself a doctor. Um, basically, the guy is um, – this. he represents – what this, what the, the so-called pro-choice movement leads to. It's like nobody can get around this. Nobody can deny it. They can backpedal. They can try to cop out all they want. This is what this, this evil, selfish mindset leads to. And Gosnell, and like I said, I don't like to call him a doctor. He's just simply an abortion facilitator. Um, what he was doing was uh, he was performing uh, abortions, you know, goes beyond late term. These babies were born, Right. And I don't even like the term born alive. I don't even like that because the baby is alive even when the baby's in the womb. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's, there's, there's no difference for me. Uh, but, you know, whether it was prenatal or postnatal, he had no reservations about killing them. So, um, you know, when the baby – but in this case, um, what made it, uh, you know, really stick, I guess, is murder, I guess, in the eyes of, uh, of uh, the, the court system and uh, society, was that the baby was, you know, outside – of the womb, and what he would do is that he would turn this, he would flip this kid over. I mean, you want to talk about a bully, man. I mean, if we don't like bullying, it's like, why is it okay that this person can have a baby born, flip that baby over, and stab it in the back of the head and cut its spine? You know, that's what this monster was doing. You know, it's like, think about that, man. That's, that's, I mean, you want to talk about cold blooded. You want to, I mean, it's like, you know, this kid and, and, and his staff just stand there and watch. You know, so unfortunately, some of them, you know, ended up with a conscience and just, and just, you know, they couldn't stomach it anymore. You know, but basically that's what he was doing. And, uh, you know, and he would drug, you know, his, um, his patients to make them induce labor. Uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes, and, and the thing is that he was, he gave his staff uh, permission to do this. They weren't licensed to do this. And they would, you know, over-medicate. He had patients that were over-medicated and they would die. So, you know, you have manslaughter. Um, you know, which I guess, you know, ended up accounting as murder. And, um, you know, this guy was getting away with it for years. Nobody was saying anything. He was doing this for not, not just years, but decades. You know, nobody was saying anything uh, because they didn't want to, uh, you know, step on any toes concern, concerning abortion. And his clinic, man, it was it was a slaughterhouse. I mean, it was it was literally bags all over the place. And when I say bags, these were body bags everywhere. You know, you go in and it's, you're just you're just stepping over death, just bags of babies. You know, yeah. So this this guy's a monster. And you know, and as far as people trying to basically trying to turn a blind eye to it, it happens in this case. As far as what um, what happens during the trial of a of a Kermit Gosnell, but also in the sense of making this movie as well, because then um, there's been a lot of obstacles. On as far as even the movie coming out, am I correct? Oh yeah, man. Uh, uh, the liberal narrative—they don't—they don't want this. Uh, they don't want this out there. Uh, getting distribution was difficult. Uh, Hollywood didn't want to touch it. Um, and even uh, the the judge—I guess there was a judge that's portrayed in the movie. Uh, he didn't like the way that he, you know, he or she or <laughs> whichever didn't like the uh, the portrayal. So held it up in court, like sued. Mm. Um, you know, to keep the movie from coming out. So that's been, I guess, uh, 
you know, in litigation for, you know, almost two, you know, like definitely over a year, uh, maybe almost two years. Yeah. And also in the story itself about, about this, you, you know, you come across a, um, a scene, especially in the trailer where, you know, the media is absent, where they mm-hmm. basically just, you know, don't want to cover it at all because they don't want people to see, you know, where this quote unquote pro-choice argument, where it basically, you know, leads to and what yeah. it, what it causes. So you, you had that going on as well. So you, you, you constantly have where, you know, the, the left just trying to throw as many obstacles as possible to keep the pe- keep people from seeing the horrific nature of, of when it comes to abortion. Right, right. And that's one of the things that we're hoping that folks, you know, get out of the movie is, uh, you know, as far as the media is concerned, the media is, is, a, is a tool. To, it's, you know, it's a tool of the liberal elite um, and the Democrat Party to condition what people believe. They want to control the perspective and the tone of what America believes. And uh, the media has projected onto the people that, hey, this isn't important. This isn't important for you to know. Yeah. And, um, you know, and we want you to keep your opinions about it. We want you to, we want you to see abortion as empowering. You know, we want you to see it as, as it's your sovereign choice to be able to do. And under the guise of empowerment, you know, it's basically a form of population control. And yeah. so, you know, and, and they use, you know, the media uh, to just say, hey, you know, this ain't important for you to know. Yep. So, so the movie comes out October 12th, correct? Correct, though. So, you know, everyone listening, definitely, you know, go out and see it. It should be in um, in theaters. Um, look it up. If uh, maybe just don't, you know, automatically see it like everything else, you know. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So you might have to search for it, but I'm pretty sure it'll be near you somewhere. And so um, definitely looking forward to 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 catching it and now another thing i want to mention as far as i mean like i mentioned in the beginning uh, you have a lot going on and another thing i want to mention is about 20 pound sledge so just want to you know ask you about you know what's coming up and how things going so far oh 20 pound sledge man that is that is uh my project of the grizzly gospel man it's like it's it's basically a, a hard rock gospel band uh you know we have oh my goodness man we haven't played a live show in almost two years personnel you know staff our staff changes uh we you know it's, it's it's been a hard search to find a new singer and i've been working with somebody but i haven't really made an announcement yet but we're we're almost there man we've almost got all the vocal tracks before i make the announcement that uh you know who i've been working with and uh so hopefully uh god willing this album will drop uh this year uh music is a powerful tool man it's it's you know it's it's one of those things that you know conservatives really should not overlook you know, um, music, you know, is, is such a strong tool to promote ideas, and the left has been using it to the hilt, you know, and, um, you know, conservatives, it's something that they really, really need to, you know, get into supporting, uh, whether it doesn't matter what genre it is, whether it's rap, I mean, whether it's rap or rock, or it doesn't matter, it can't be just country, man, country people are <laughs> the only patriotic people, dang it. You know, it's like support, you know, it's like, you know, we, we poo-poo like, you know, rap music. I'm not a big rap music fan, mainly because of the content. I don't mind the the genre itself. I just, the content of it has been, you know, just yeah. totally, you know, uh, inundated with a bunch of garbage. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, look at the influence it's had. You know, it has so much influence, and a lot of times that influence is negative. So it's like, 
But music is powerful that way. So it's like, well, why don't we use that to our advantage? And that's one of the things that uh, 20 Pound Sledge is about. All right. Now, so before we let you go, I, I, there is one other thing that that I want to at least ask, ask one question about. Another thing I saw on there, it said martial artist. So mm-hmm. now, are you, well, are you like a black belt? I mean, the Taekwondo, I, I mean, I, I don't know anything about martial arts, but I just wanted to ask, um, like, you know, what is, you know, what are you, like, is it like a black belt, something? <laughs> that, yeah, I, you know, uh, I've, I've been blessed to be able to uh, obtain a, a, a couple. Uh, I, you know, when I was younger, you know, like, you know, like a preteen or seven, seven I think I started in, in Taekwondo. Uh, and then, you know, my, my, uh, my pursuits, you know, grew, and uh, I, I wanted to, you know, do a deeper exploration, and uh, I ended up uh, – uh, tapping into um, a system called Saldo uh, Kung Fu, and what it means is uh, military hand, dark hand way. Hmm. It's called dark hand way because it's, it was uh, it's also it's, its connotation also means the robbing method. And it, what it meant was that it's a curriculum built on uh, being versed in different systems. So it was a very exploratory curriculum, and it was of different uh, uh, systems of Chinese boxing or, or Shaolin, northern and southern Shaolin boxing. So it was really getting down to like the root and historical exploration, how Shaolin came about, you know, from from uh, fighting monks in India or fighting uh, clergymen in India and stuff like that, you know, how all that came to develop into this, you know, kind of central core system that was so influential of other martial arts. And okay. uh, so, you know, in, you know, in that curriculum, there was, uh, you know, internals, externals, uh, punches, kicks, locks, throws, a lot of military application and police application, not so much sport. Uh, but so, you know, it was, you know, it's a pretty, it's a pretty deep study and uh, something I, I was blessed to be able to be led to. Okay. Yeah. I, I just wanted to ask, I just, when I saw it, it kind of, it really piqued my interest. So I just wanted to ask you about that, but I know you got to go. And so I just, I just want to say first, like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, the, the videos that you, you know, that you are doing and, and the ones you did, especially um, some years ago, especially for me, were, were very influential for, um, as far as me learning where I, you know, where I stand and, you know, and understanding as far as the the history of the Democrat Party and other things like there was one in particular called Explaining Black Loyalty um, to Democrats. That's something that I remember watching and I remember sharing it with other people and stuff like that. And I just want to say I appreciate, you, you know, all you've been doing. And just want to let you know, I, you know, from someone that saw it myself and that it really helped me to, you know, basically where, that I'm in, interviewing you right now. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Wow. Hey, well, well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. And thank you, man, for, for adding your voice to the, to the, uh, you know, to the promotion of truth, man. Thank you. And again, everyone go out to the movies, October 12th, see Gosnell and support this as, to, as much as possible. Definitely need to give, um, and much support and, and uh, letting many people know about this. So, Alfonso, appreciate it, and um, we'll hope to talk to you again. All right, man. Blessings and Godspeed. Yeah, but thanks to Alfonso for joining us. You know, and I did not ask where to uh, reach him on social media. And, you know, I, I'm normally good at that, but if um, if you want to reach out to Alfonso on social media, on Instagram, it is Alfonso Rachel nine so A L F O O A L F O N Z O R A C H 
E-L-9. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, I've just, I'm doing that right off the top of my head. I'm just now reading it now. And also, that's on Instagram. And on on Twitter, it is <laughs> Zoe, what the F? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have to spell that. Zoe, Z-O, what the F? It's just like how I'm saying it. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so like I said, appreciate Alfonso coming on. And um, also on Facebook, if you just look up uh, Alonzo Rachel, you should find them. And um, if you search search that name. So um, here we are at the end again. <laughs> and again, as I said in the beginning, go out, see guys now. And this weekend, and if it's past this weekend when you're hearing this, go see it still. And yeah, really need to support this and get have you know have people to really understand and what what was going on and about this trial and and see and and know about what really is going on in these murder mills that they call abortion clinics. So I appreciate everyone everyone listening and um yeah uh, like I like I said before it's not a feel good movie but it's a, an important movie to be seen. So I know there's other things out right now, but make an effort to to see this and to get your, you know, get your friends and I guess you could say your your enemies as well if you can to get them to watch this movie. So, um, like I said, I appreciate Alfonso coming on and may not have have just maybe just one show them next week. Been doing a lot of work, so until next week, we'll chat with you later. In business, it's never just another day. Every day is the day. It could bring your biggest order yet or a new cyber threat. Whatever the day holds, with Comcast Business, you'll be prepared. With a network that can deliver gig speeds to most businesses, Comcast Business Security Edge to help protect your connected devices, and a dedicated team available 24-7. Every day in business is a big day. We'll keep you ready for what's next. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.